Warning, this episode contains adult language and adult humor. Since when have trumpet players ever been considered adults? If you are easily offended by these types of conversations, consider switching to the oboe. Welcome to the Trumpet Gurus Hang podcast. I'm your host, Jose Johnson. This is another special edition of The Hang, where we'll be taking a look back at some more highlights from 2020. This episode is the brainchild of the unsung hero of The Hang, my producer, Mitch Bowers. Mitch has always loved the Robinson Remedies rapid fire round responses to the questions, what advice would you give your younger self about music and about life? Even though Mitch is a drummer, he's always found the responses enlightening and entertaining. And so will you. So pour yourself a big glass, flip a chair, and let the hang begin. Welcome to this week's episode of The Drum Legends Chill. Jose, what's the deal here, bro? It's not a drum podcast? Oh, it's not my show at all. It's still the Trumpet Podcast. Welcome to this episode of The Trumpet Gurus Hang. I am not your host, Jose Johnson. My name's Mitch Bowers. I'm on Jose's production team but I will be your host for today's episode. Last week, we took a look at what the guests of 2020 had to say about what the most overrated and underrated aspects of trumpet playing were. This week, we're going to be looking at what advice they wish they could give their younger selves about music and about life. Now, I'm not personally a trumpet player. As the introduction said, I'm a drummer. But I get a whole lot out of watching this podcast and hearing these professional musicians kind of look back on their careers or look forward to the things that are still coming. And I find this question to be one of the most insightful portions of the podcast basically every week. As an aspiring young musician, it's incredibly insightful to hear what these professionals wish they could tell their younger selves about the music industry. These little pieces of advice, these little nuggets of knowledge, they really, really go a long way when it comes to planning your career ahead of you, which is really what draws me to this question. What advice would you give your younger self, both about music and about life? So without further ado, here are our guests' answers to this question from the 2020 Trumpet Gurus Hang podcast. Wayne Bergeron. What advice would you give your younger self about music? I would give my, I would say, learn to play the piano so you understand the big picture of music instead of being a one note. But we play one note at a time, so we're... We're going down one lane of the highway. If you can see the whole highway, you can react to a lot of different things differently. So I think I wish I would have done that when I was young. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, what advice would you give your younger self about life? I would, uh, I would have worked harder. I didn't work as hard as I should have when I was young. And I'm not just talking about Trump, but I'm talking about many things. You know, I didn't study as hard as I should have in school. As I got older, you realize the catch up you have to do to do the things we need to do in life. And uh, so it would definitely be, probably be more on the educational thing about focusing on really taking care of business. And I look at young people now that do that, like young high school players and they're good students and they're, they go off to college and they're good college students and they practice their, I wish I would have taken that route. I almost wish I wouldn't have had the physical ability because it would have made me work harder. Trent Austin. What advice would you give your younger self about music? Slow down. Easy. From the flash? 
The Flash is saying to slow down. Yeah, I know, right? It's so do as I say, not as I do. Um, no, when I was young, I played a lot. I, was a, I played 12, 14, 15 hours a day in college, literally. I had a key to the music building. I could get in at any time. I don't think that's probably allowed anymore, but this was a different time. Um, but I never really practiced. And, I, and I'm a huge fan of slow fractional practice, what I call it. You know, I can't play this caprice right now. Well, if I play it at one eighth of the tempo and sound really good, then it's just a matter of time before I shrink the distance between the phrase and it will speed up. But if I never sound good at the very beginning of my playing, guess what? You're now ingraining that to, to not sound good. So yeah, slow the f down. So need Samuel L. Jackson to say yes. that. Yeah, exactly. Good same thing. So, uh, so we we got the question about about uh, music. But if you could go back and talk to your younger self, what's the biggest piece of advice you'd give yourself about life? Listen, I mean, it's uh, again, you know, like I, when I, I, even now, it's like, what's the you know when Stephen Covey's book, right? I mean, mm -hmm. seek first to understand and then be understood. <laughs> it's completely applicable, but we're trumpet players. It's a very egocentric instrument. We're driven. We are possessed about being at the top of the mountain. And in some ways, that's a really great thing. Um, the Darwin, you know, Darwinism. Oh, see, I can't even say it. You probably could say it better than Darwinian. Darwinian. Yeah. That's, oh, I love that movie with, uh, uh, wasn't that the movie that uh, David Bowie was in? Oh, wait, sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> but that sort of nature of, you know, of survival of the fittest, but the thing I like about moving here, I will tell you one thing. When I first moved here, I was at the grocery store and I was just getting a small thing, you know, back in the days when toilet paper was plentiful on every shelf. Ooh. So, you know, it's just think of those days. So, um, but I was at the register and the ladies ringing up my stub. Beep. Mm, that's a good thing. Where are you from? Beep. Had a I had a Red Sox hat on, of course. So I said, "Oh, yeah. I live here now, but I'm but I'm I'm from Boston." Beep. Oh, oh, what brought you here? Beep. And you know, I own my wife's job, and I own my own business. Not big deal. Beep. So how do you like you here? And I'm like, and I, I said, "Listen, lady, I'm just here to buy my damn groceries." Stop. And then you know, now I get it. You know, like people want to be a part of your life, even if it's that one-time acquaintance that you that you meet. Slow down and listen to someone. Maybe you'll <laughs> learn the best story you've ever learned or the best life lesson because you're willing to listen and not just like, hey, man, check this out. This is the shit. Aaron Rom. Uh, okay. Uh, it, going back to your... Uh answer about your superpower you you do have the ability to go back in time now and uh give your younger self some advice uh about music what do you think the advice you would want to give your younger self would be what to listen for what to listen for um specifically about music um that was one thing where i if, if I, when we listen to something and we know we like it, it's like, oh, that's cool, but we don't really know why. 
And not that we always need to dive into that. Sometimes it's, and oftentimes, maybe it's better that we don't. Um, but to say when you, when we're learning a craft, uh, knowing, knowing what to listen for is, is really super important. So knowing that concept sooner would have been really, really helpful. I think. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And, uh, what advice would you give your younger self about life? It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Um, take a step forward. One step at a time. Tiny steps are okay. So long as you're taking a step forward. Chris Cromer. Uh, final question. Uh, what advice would you give the next generation of techs? Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> I always, I always say this without sounding like a dick. <laughs> well, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, you know, there's no shortage of people that, that want to learn and that, that, that think they want to learn, I guess, or that um, the first thing I wanted to say, which isn't completely true, but maybe I'll just say it for funny, but to, to you know, sit down, shut up and listen, you know, like, like keep your keep your keep your ears open and your mouth shut. Yeah, there you go. But 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 yeah. But I can't say that because you obviously should be asking questions. You have to be asking questions. You have to be extremely curious, and you have to be, um, you know, just a, just that that mind, you know. And usually talking to somebody, it's pretty quick. To, you realize quickly where people's mindsets are and who's more to be more adept for things. Like there's a there's a, a girl, um, college student, who just this past Westchester Trumpet Festival came up to the table with a stuck valve cap and I fixed it. No problem. Right. F11 mallet, right, right there. And she's had this look of amazement on her, on her face. And I said, um, are you going to be, what are you going to, what are you looking to do? Are you a band director? Like, is that your music ed major? Cause I was going to tell her, Hey, you should buy one of these, you know? Right. And she says, I don't know. I have no idea what I want to do. I'm studying music ed. And we started having this conversation. And just right before everything kind of busted loose with the virus, she came by the shop and we hung out for a while. And just the way she spoke and asked questions, I mean, I could be wrong and maybe she goes a different direction, but she, you can just tell that, that she has that mind of, of asking the right questions, you know, to be curious enough, but to also listen to the answers and be genuinely interested in the answers. Um, Instead of thinking maybe of being someone who's like, man, you know, I, I, I don't, it sounds weird to say, but overly concerned with the celebrity of this, you know, because mm-hmm. you get to have a good reputation and you, and you get, I guess, I, I get, are respected by enough players, people like that. And they, they are very anxious, you know, as I say, get their horn, their name on a bell. And they, 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 they skip a lot of steps or rush through things and don't, don't really take the time to really earn their stripes and kind of, I don't know, just take, just slow down, not be in such a hurry, you know, learn things and just be, be a little more humble and a little bit more just uh, open-minded with things or just learning things instead of thinking about, well, what's my next thing that I can do to make some money? What, what's another product I can do? Or what, what can I do to get into the market? Instead of going, you know what, I'm just going to sit here and learn as much as I can and be interested in doing nothing 
with this right now and just try to absorb things until things kind of fall in place. And maybe that's a lazy business strategy, but as I'm sure a lot of people will tell you that the, the, the best craftsmen tend to be not the best business people. Adam Rappa. Hi, uh, you're able to go back in time and give your younger self uh, one piece of advice about music. What would it be? About music? Um, hmm. Learn to play the fucking piano, like for real. <laughs> it's just, just you know, like, get it done early, figure it out. Like, you know, because the rest, I mean, I feel like it, a younger version of me was always going to end up here anyway. It's just the big difference between where I'm at now and where I wish that I could have been, you know, where I would like to have been would, you know, it would yeah. be that. Yeah, I get you. I mean, I, I, I feel like uh, I'm where I'm supposed to be right now based on all my experiences, but Man, you know, there's there's some shortcuts, not some shortcuts, but there's a lot of obstacles I could have avoided along the way. So um, what advice would you give yourself, your younger self, about life? Um, knowing now what I do and, and uh, being being able to look back retrospectively on on uh, on my various uh, loving relationships, I would I would say I would say to my younger self. If you can feel, if you can really sense that something's not working, it's really not, that you're that the partner that you're with is is not who you really want to be with, but you're there out of some stoic, uh, you know, need to just stay in it, you know, like whether it's for them or for you know just because you're in too deep, you know, in for a penny, in for a pound. Like there's there's I would tell my younger self. Um, you know, although at this point I have no regrets and everything is a learning experience and all that, and I like where I'm at, but nonetheless, I feel like I could have, I I pretty much learned those lessons several years before the termination of several relationships. You know, I think I would I would advise my encourage my younger self to really follow my heart, not not uh, it, more so than a sense of responsibility to a, to a beaten path that I'm, you know, just staying on. So I would just say, you know, if you're not feeling it, move on, you, you know, find, find where you really resonate, where you really feel comfortable. Mike Vax. If you were able to travel back in time to a younger Mike and give him one piece of advice about music, what would it be? I think even though I've talked about it, it would probably be to spend more time practicing because I would go through my practicing stuff and I'd learn my lesson stuff and then I'd just start playing tunes and which was great too. But I used to love, you know, way before um, um, uh, play along records. Uh, my joke is that by the time I was 12 or 13, I'd already played with Frank Sinatra, Ella Fitzgerald, Sarah Vaughan. I'd played with all of them because I played with their records. Right. You know, and, and I learned, that's one of the great things that I did, I learned tunes. I knew a lot of tunes even when I was young, just from memory. I'd never seen them in a fake book or anything. So, well, maybe that's the wrong thing because that part of my playing really, really sort of made who I am as far as being able to be a jazz player. I know lots and lots of tunes. So maybe that was the wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> I did practice. I did do what I was supposed to do. But 
then I always switch to the other stuff. Let me think if there's anything else I could tell myself as a young person. Um, no, I don't think so. I was going to say learn from your elders, but I think I was very lucky in that I got to play with a lot of players who were a lot older than me, who were great players, and I had the sense to listen to what they were doing. Uh, here's one thing that, that while not going back to retail myself, but one of the things that I discovered was that I enjoyed listening a lot more when I stopped comparing myself to who I was listening to. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. Trust me, I've compared myself to so many people, you included, and uh, you know, it's great, to, great to, to listen to other people, to get a feeling and to, and to have an aspiration. But, uh, you know, it's like that, that famous saying in Clark Terry, you know, uh, imitate, uh, assimilate, innovate. And, yeah, you know, I think so many of us, uh, we get stuck. We, 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 we're, we're listening to people and, it, and it's hard for us to understand that there's a process that goes on. And, and we just feel like because we can't sound like, you know, uh, a Mike Vax or a, a Maynard Ferguson or a Wayne Bergeron that, you know, we're, we're not worthy. But, you know. I'll tell you a great one about that. My, I think my junior year in high school, my, our band director took us to hear a Mendez clinic, mm -hmm. which was unbelievable. I still have a record he signed for me. And um, uh, in the car going home, he had a station wagon, so there were a lot of us in. And in the, in the station wagon going home after the clinic, a bunch of the guys were saying, oh, that makes me want to throw my horn away, or that makes me want to put the horn in the case. Of, and, <clears throat> and I said, that's ridiculous. It makes me want to practice more. And my teacher said, that night, he knew I was going to be a professional musician. There you go. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That, I mean, that, and that's it. It's, uh, you get inspired, either positively, uh, or you get in, you just get pissed off enough, <laughs> like why can't I sound like that? And and, and you you buckle down. So that is awesome. Okay, so uh, we know what you would, you would tell your, yourself about music, but uh, you can go back and tell yourself one thing about life. What's one big lesson that that you wish that that you might have learned a little earlier in life? Oh, lessons to learn in life, probably. Probably to not be quite as fixated on music and my business of music as I am because I'm a fanatic, fanatic, fanatic. And so maybe the thing would be that even though we have great relationship, uh, that I should have spent a little more time with Peggy, my wife, and Leslie, my daughter, rather than being on the road as much as I was or spending time in my office hours and hours and hours and hours working on booking and stuff like that. So that might be it, just that I should have spent a little more time with family. Mike Williams. Let's think about this. Um, if you're able to go back in time, uh, what advice would you give your younger self about music? Oh, that's a good one there. To give my self advice about music. In general or performance? 
whatever I come up with. Okay. The good trumpet player, the good musician, the good technician is going to be the smart trumpet player, okay? Work smarter, you know? Don't just clock in. The more we uh, uh, work with young people, um, the young people that want to be more than just in the club of band, you know, that want to get good is to um, practice smarter. Don't clock in. S they sit down and they uh, they grab a book. I don't think I'm playing this today. I'm practicing. Um, and they go, oh, well, why am I not getting any better? Okay, so as far as trumpet, in my younger self, I would have said, you need to find a routine that works for you and, and stick to a routine. Um, a lot of us have a warm up, and that's the only part of the routine that you have, you know. Or even if you do practice scales and arpeggios, have it planned out. How are you going to do it? How are you going to get to all, all of the keys? A routine is something that we take for granted. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But a lot of people don't get it. You don't, a lot of people do not have a routine. It's got to be, it's got to be a lifelong thing, you know. And it, it changes when you're in school. You'll have your routine. Oh, but if you don't know how to have a routine, when you graduate from the last degree that you were working on, you're out there and you don't, a lot of them don't have a job playing or whatever, and they don't know how to sustain themselves. You've got to have a routine that fits what style you want to play, and you better be able to be able to do a little of all of it, you know? We all know that now. But it's yeah. got to be more than just, I'm going to play, oh, I think I'll play this today or play that. My routine lasts an hour and 15 minutes. And every day I play, except I've had to chop wood or something, you know, weather, you know, things happen. It's an hour and 15 minutes, and it's exactly the same thing every day, except it might be in a different key. And so... 12 days after I've gone through 12 keys and I start over and it's the same thing every day. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. I'd never, never heard anybody explain it that way. That's really cool. And this is what's getting me through this, this thing, you know, all my gigs. Yeah. I don't have any gigs either, but I tell you what, when I'm sitting here and oh crap, you know, I know my routine. I can do that. And I'll sit down there and do it. You know, I, I, I did most of it today before I had to start teaching. Yeah. Everything. And it starts with that G to C that Don Jacoby taught all of us at, in Denton, Texas about the air. And uh, that was <clears throat> 33 or four years ago. Yeah. That's establishing that base. That's, that's very cool. All right. So same thing. You get to go back and you get to talk to your younger self, but this time, what advice would you want to give yourself about life? <laughs> life. 
I've been I've done pretty well on, on, on some of my things, you know. Um, I've made my mistakes, okay. But it's advice on on life. Well, it's kind of like a Mister Rogers. Be nice. You know, the three things: be nice, be nice, and be nice. Okay. Um. And I've done done pretty well on that, and I've I've never really had many enemies. Um, not any really en enemies is button heads, but I've had some people do me wrong. Um, but not a lot. I just wanted to be everybody's drinking buddy, you know, back in so to speak, you know, back in the day. And, yeah. And you know, now I just I want to be be the guy. Not win popularity contests. I've, I've never done that, but be fun to hang with. Um, be nice. Don't be. We know what happens when we start talking about each other. It's going to come right back and to bite you in the ass, a hundred percent of the time, and least when you least expect it. When you think things are going great. And something that'll come right back about something you said, you know, that's a big deal. And I got buddies in New York, you know. Oh yeah, he got a rep. He's not in New York anymore. He had to leave because talking about people, you know. Yeah, just be nice. Don't suck up. Don't want to be liked, but just be nice. Throw a smile out. And a smile might come back to you, you know. Charles Hargett. Uh, okay, so you're able to go back in time and give your younger self one piece of advice about music. What would it be? Um, yeah, just get your ass in the practice room. <laughs> you don't have to go in the practice room. You can get in your car. You can sit in your car. You can find a spot in the garage. You can go to a park in the middle of a park. You know, you, you can't tell yourself, oh, I just, I can't, I've got no place to practice. There's a place to practice. And if the neighbors complain, you know what? Fuck them. There you go. Yeah, anytime, uh, listen, anytime, this is not the alcohol talking. I've said this many times. Anytime you make music, you make the world a better place. So if someone complains about you practicing, fuck them. That's a, you know, the hardest part for me was always getting past the, um, uh, the fear of making mistakes and having people hear me make mistakes. So, uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, it, I think for, for a lot of people that that's saying that you don't have a space to practice is the excuse that you give. The real reason is you don't want to sound like a jabroni <laughs> slaughtering Arbens or something like that. That's exactly what I sound like. That's the sound that's in my head. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know, it's really funny. I, uh, I've been inspired. I'm going to tell you a little bit about, uh, you know, my, our good friend. Uh, you know Josh Landers, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love Josh. Josh inspired me. I, I saw him on the news. He's out there playing taps every night. I'm not talking on a little Facebook. I saw him on Facebook Live, but when I started seeing him on the news, I'm like, holy shit, people are paying attention. And he was doing this night after night. I'm like, okay, I'll start doing that too. And the first couple of nights i'm just like hiding in my backyard i got a big backyard i'm under all these trees you know and it's like playing and i heard someone well, I heard my wife is going from you know i'm like oh, it's not supposed to clap but i heard my neighbors uh clapping appreciably 
and I wasn't doing it for them. I was doing it for people who could who couldn't clap. But um, I am shy on stage. I'm happy when I'm in the back row, and I'll play, and I'll take chances all day, and I'll play. And if I play something that comes out great, you'll know it when you see my body language. I start doing this stuff, you know, and I start going, you know, and uh, and you'll see me when I'm in the back row because I like to hide back there. And I play something that's not so good. You'll see me going, wasn't meant to be. You know, but um, I'm shy. I'm a shy player. Trumpet yeah. players aren't supposed to be shy. Ours is not a shy instrument, but I'm happier way in the back. What was the question? The, the question was, what advice would you give yourself about younger self about music, which you said, practice Yeah, don't be more. so shy. Yeah, don't <laughs> be so play. shy. Maynard Have a couple of drinks. Yeah. Have a couple of drinks just before play, you. play, man. Maynard said, actually, his quote was, just fucking play, man. Yeah. And right. He was right. Yeah, he was. Um, what advice would you give your younger self about life? Oh, um, don't be so selfish. I, I spent a lot of years thinking about me. And, um, yeah, I, I found a good woman with, uh, with, with three kids. And uh, all of a sudden, I was thinking about others. And it just changed my life. Made everything better. Made everything click when I started thinking about others. It's crazy. Don't get me started. I have to get up to Kleenex and it's across the room. So <laughs> I, I would tell myself, don't think so much about yourself. Think about others. Rob Qualick. If you're able to go back in time and give yourself, uh, your younger self advice about uh, music, what would it be? Don't play music for a living. <laughs> That's real, but. <laughs> um. And what advice would you give yourself about life? Uh, learn how to be a doctor or a lawyer. <laughs> I'm not sure I'd want you being my doctor, Rob, especially if you need to drink. If you need to drink before you do your job, man, I, I don't want you. That'd be scary. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't want that. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> no, man. if I had to go back and, and tell myself something about music, I'd probably tell myself to learn how to play more instruments other than trumpet and not focus so much on trumpet. It's just such a hard instrument. You got to, I don't know a lot of trumpet players who play other instruments because it's such a hard instrument to start making music with it before you can even make any music. It takes years to learn how to play it right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've got a friend who, uh, really great trumpet player, but, uh, you know, he also plays uh, guitar and bass and he works much more as a bass player than he does as a trumpet player. I bet. So, yeah. Uh, I think you know. if every band has a bass in it, not many bands have trumpet in it. Yeah, I've all you know. It, for myself, I mean, the, the one thing I wish I'd done is is uh, really been serious about taking piano. You know, I kind of putzed around at it a little bit, and just enough to get through my you know my first quarter of uh, piano at, in college. But they uh, do, and they were just like, mm, "That is terrible." <laughs> <laughs> my piano yeah. teacher just like, "Oh man, I, I don't even know what to do." <laughs> <laughs> you are awful at piano <laughs> you know but yeah it, you know it, it would be something you know for me that that would be something that I, I really would want to do like you said you know one it opens up a world of opportunities for you but you know i think also learning to approach things from like a harmonic uh position I, I, like a lot of a lot of pian like a lot of trumpet players who are good keyboard players or you know whatever guitar or whatever uh, a, a harmonic instrument uh, they have a really unique approach to, I think, playing the horn. The same thing with those who started out as drummers. 
they had like a real interesting rhythmic approach. So right, right, yeah, that, yeah, I never really thought about that before, but that is, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, the really great players who are kind of out of the box are really good piano, like Arturo. Yeah, I mean he he's playing drums and keys, and it's just like, oof, some of the stuff he plays, I'm just like, how do you even think of that? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I. I um... I know that a lot of a lot of people talk about you know it it, it all it's, it's coming from inside of you you know the music comes from inside of you but so it's like um, what you hear you know it's like what what's the music in your your head you know and that's what's going to come out of your instrument and I think sometimes having uh, those different ways of expressing yourself uh, you know whether it be harmonically or rhythmically you know, that's just going to amplify your ability to to play the horn it's going to give you a, a, a deeper vocabulary so. definitely definitely yeah Danny Falcone. So you can go back in time, yeah, and correct that last statement. Now you can go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice about music. God, okay, yeah. Well, I would go. I would do this. I would say, for me personally, I would say stop looking at music and start listening. Like, don't read so much. Do more here. You know, I grew up doing shows and on big bands and all. It was everything was you know, I'm reading everything. I became a, I tried to become a master reader and all of that. And I didn't spend as much time as I would have liked just transcribing, you know? I mean, I'm, I, if I, if I could do it all again, I'd be a bebop trumpet player. That's what I love. I mean, I listen to that. That's, you know, what I hear in my head, but I never spent the time just doing train. I did some, but not nowhere near what I should have done looking back now. Um, because I was trying to be a lead trumpet player. I was trying to work, you know, commercially, do all of the things that I needed to, to have those skills. And I regret that. I would love to um, just like my, my friend, Rashawn Ross, man, that guy, if you could hear him play bebop, like he play, he sounds like Clifford Brown. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. it, and he can just like, he'll go home and transcribe whatever. He'll transcribe a piano solo. You know, his ears are just ridiculous. And, you know, that's what I'm, I wish I had done more of. I wish I had spent more time doing that. If I could go back, I would tell myself, okay, yeah, you can, you can do all that. Now just work on this, you know? Yeah. Okay, cool. And, uh, same kind of scenario, you know, you're able to time travel, you're going to go back and talk to your younger self. Uh, what advice would you give yourself about life? Uh, I think I would say don't be, uh, as, a, as a young person, don't be, oh boy, that's tough. Because I, I don't want to sound weird, but I learned, my mom died when I was young. I learned a lot about appreciating every day and don't take people in your life for granted. Those are the normal things, but, but I was fortunate enough, mm -hmm. by an unfortunate circumstance, I was fortunate enough to learn that early on. I think I might say it's okay to enjoy life a little more. You know, it doesn't always have to be, you know, stress and you got to do something every minute. It's okay to sit back, take a day and enjoy yourself. You know, I've learned that as I've gotten older, but as a young man, I didn't do that. I was constantly working and I worked 12 hours a day, seven days a week, you know, cause I wanted to accomplish something. And in doing that, I might've missed a little bit of some of the, the more relaxing things that are important. It's balance. You know, I should have listened right. to Brella a little more. I, I have it now. I do it now. Mm -hmm. I'm very balanced now, but it took me until I was in my probably, you know, until I was 40 before I figured all that out, you know. Jerry Hay. You could go back in time 
visit yourself uh, in earlier state and uh, give yourself one piece of advice about music, what would it be? Uh, practice piano. All right. Um, same thing. You're going to go back and give yourself one piece of advice, but this is time. It's just about life in general. Uh, hmm. I'm pretty good on that one. I, I you know, I've, uh, I don't know. I'm a blank on that one. <laughs> well, that that's, that's okay, man, because, uh, you know, you've, you've lived a, a full life. You've made a lot of tremendous contributions. Uh, you've influenced the lives of a lot of people. Uh, and I'm just, you know, even speaking for myself, uh, there, I've had three big influences on the trumpet. Uh, the first one was Herb Alpert. Uh, yeah, because it was just cool, you know? He, you know, Herb's not a great trumpet player, but you hear one note of Herb Alpert, you know who it is. Yeah, it was the Tijuana Bass. So he had the Tijuana Brass play-along book. It was all very cool. Second one, like many trumpet players, Maynard Ferguson. Uh, but the, the third and probably the most impactful in terms of uh, how I've approached music and, and uh, how I, I look at music has been you. So I really appreciate this this time. Uh, and, you know, again, you've, you've made a, a huge impact on so many lives. Uh, music is such a, a wonderful tool. Uh, and times like this, when uh, things are just a little bit crazy, uh, I think we can all come together uh, under music. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of healing to be done in that. Mike Del Quadro. You have the ability to go back in time and you're going to meet your younger self. What one piece of advice would you give your younger self about music? About music? I don't know, but I would definitely have told myself to invest in eBay. Uh, when, <laughs> uh, about music, um, practice more. Um, practice the right stuff more. Um, don't just play the easy part with the high notes uh, <laughs> over and over and over. Uh, practice the right stuff more. Uh, uh, take a second lesson with that guy who scared you off of the first lesson. Uh, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What, uh, what piece of advice would you give your younger self about life besides buy eBay? It, it would definitely be to invest in eBay. Um, the, uh, ooh. I don't know. You know, the, if I have to be honest, um, I don't know what other career I could have found that I could have been this independent. You know, the I'm 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 very happy in in how things worked out. Um, so you know, if if it wasn't just investing wisely or or some other shit like that, I I don't know what it would be. You know, the um, hey, uh, uh, don't make the wrong, don't turn the wrong way on that street, or you're gonna get arrested. Like yeah. you know, st stuff like that. You know. <laughs> It was stupid shit that I did growing up. I'm sure I would have prevented myself from, but like actual like grand scheme things, you know, other than smart investments, I'm happy with this career. You know, the, mm -hmm. I, th I think at some point in time, I wanted to be a trumpet player, but it, I don't think even that would have afforded me this independence. Okay. Well, it's all good. All right. Final question. Um, what's the legacy that you want to leave? 
you're, you're tough, man. The, um, the legacy I want to leave, man, I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, uh, I, I want to do honest work. I want to put out honest products and you know, I, I wouldn't want anybody to have any idea different, you know? So I, I would assume my legacy, I, I would want something along those lines that, you know, did good business, was honest, had a lot of integrity and made good products. Like it's, you know, uh, I, I wouldn't want anybody to think my end goal was to try and get rich doing this because anybody tried to get rich doing this that had their fucking mind. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but still, I mean, like the, 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 the point is always the things that I was talking about is finding the best fit, and you know making sure people are happy with what they get and that it's what they were looking for you know if, yeah. if anything you know something along those lines said yeah. you know i didn't bullshit people and i make good stuff another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Tom Walsh. So speaking of your time travel skills. There we go. Hang up. Here's the next one. Uh, you can go back in time. Uh to your younger self and you could give yourself one piece of advice about music what would it be uh i guess practice harder during my college years i think um and also yeah i I like kind of some of the anecdotes about winton talking about play to move people not to impress people i guess that's that's kind of but then of course you can always there's plenty of ways along the way where you can kind of come back to that way of thinking but Mm -hmm. i like like that idea of it yeah yeah i like that too um same thing you're going to travel back in time this time you're going to give yourself advice one piece of advice about life just live it uh just kind of enjoy the moment more i think rather than worrying uh about the past or the future i'm i can be a bit of a worrier so uh just enjoy living in the moment and uh take it take it as it is okay and uh you know you're a you're a young guy you're representing a a a new generation of trumpet players um what do you want your legacy to be uh that people had good fun uh working alongside me uh and that hopefully they they saw me as a fan of music hopefully trying to kind of play music on the trumpet uh rather than the trumpet for trumpet's sake, I guess. Um, and certainly the, the more I do it, the more I really love the writing side of things. So maybe it feels like that can be a bit more of a ordered uh, creative process sometimes than the trumpet, although it still is one of my favorite noises on earth. Jeff Kerno. Um, you could go back in time and give your younger self one piece of advice about music. What would it be? Uh, I would say, don't take it so seriously. <laughs> That's what I'd say. Okay. Um, and while you're there, you're going to give yourself a piece of advice about life. Oh, boy. 
don't take it so seriously. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, if we could go forward in time, um, you know, thinking about uh, as you wind down your career uh, and you're looking back on, on all that you've done, what, what do you want your legacy to be? What do you want, want your contributions of life to look like? Uh, you know, I, it's, yeah, that's a, that's a crazy question because yeah, um, we just lost Ryan Anthony. It was an, uh, an incredible trumpet talent, but also just an incredibly courageous human being who was struggling with cancer. Trumpet, for those of you who don't know who Ryan Anthony is, struggling with cancer and for 10 years and turned this struggle into uh, a triumph by creating Cancer Blows, which is this organization that uh, concerts and uh, sponsoring concerts and just raising money for cancer awareness and, and just to fight cancer. And uh, I, I, I look at something like that and I think of what, a, what an incredible achievement that was where now that he's gone, that's here forever. And that was, he turned that around. Uh, for me, when I look at, I, I mean, I'd love to, to turn things around somehow that way to emulate that kind of uh, uh, kind of effort. Uh, I, I, I try to do that a little bit in my cartoons. I, I try to, 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 to lighten things up. I would, I would like to do everything I, I want to do, but I do want to make a difference. And honestly, uh, I haven't figured out what that is yet. <laughs> I just know that I'm moving forward and at some point, I want to turn this around and make this uh, something that will benefit everyone, that, that, that other trumpet players, other musicians, uh, you know, people that are at a disadvantage. Uh, you know, it, it's, you and I are in, in kind of the same situation where, I mean, you get to a, a certain age. I don't know how old you are, but you get to a certain age where you're like, well, what is, what is this, my story going to be? What is it? And it changes. First, the story is, I want to get a job. I want to be the greatest trumpet player ever. And then it goes from that to, I want to be a great dad. I want to make sure that my kids, you know, get to college and that I do everything for them. And then it goes from that to, what have I really done that it's going to change the lives of people? What is it going to make people look at things differently? And that's where I am right now, trying to figure out how I can make, how I can, and, and can be a citizen of this whole global community. And in my small part, change things, change things for the better and make people look at life differently uh, or, or trumpet playing differently or, whatever it is. So I, I got to say, I haven't really discovered that yet. I'm working on it. Scott Belk. You can go back in time and give your younger self one piece of advice about music. What would it be? Um, that's a, th those kind of questions are, are hard because uh, I like where I am now. And if I, if I go back and try to help myself out, I'd probably screw it up. And, uh, you know, like those time machine yeah, things. Exactly. So, 
So I would, uh, you know, I would, I would just leave myself alone. I'd let myself do what I was going to do. You make your own mistakes. You need to make them for yourself. So, yeah, I'm good. Okay. Uh, same vein, you could go back and give yourself one piece of advice about life. Yeah. No, I'd, same deal. I, you know, I, I've, I've been fortunate. I've had, uh, um, I feel like I've been fortunate in my outlook and how I've been able to deal with things and uh, the support that I've had around me from my family and my friends. So um, I, don't, I, didn't, I don't think there was some missing ingredient that would have somehow changed the outcome. I, I like to think that I'm sitting here in, in, in my present situation um, and it's a good situation and uh, anything else is, you know, this is what my life was going to be uh, no matter what. So that's, I'm, I'm good with that. I don't need any extra advice. Very good. All right. Final question. What do you want your legacy to be? Um, I'd like my legacy to be, um, you know, I think it, it's interesting to think about that because I think maybe my legacy in a way is sort of uh, out there a little bit that I was able to look at something um, you know, from a creative way, in a creative way that was fun and have a, a novel spin on something that um, was appreciated by people that do, who do what I do. So, um, you know, the, the big joy of doing a book where I've gotten that kind of feedback from my, uh, the domain of trumpet players and brass players is, um, is satisfying in and of itself at this point in my life. So anything beyond that, um, is not really any, uh, a legacy. Something tends to be there after you've already gone and I'm not going to really be worrying about that, but the, the current legacy of, of what I've done is when I, the reason we're talking is because I wrote a book, you know, and, and you dig it, I guess, you know, and, and I, I get, I, I run into these people that, that with social media, which is so great is that you've got um, suddenly people can just kind of find you. And I spent time last week working with a guy who's uh, in Poland, uh, who's a principal trumpet player in one of their Philharmonics. I don't even know what city. And he just contacted me out of the blue and, and he said, I'm having these problems. And I, I said, well, try this and this and this and this. And, and we kind of went back and forth and it wasn't a lesson. I didn't charge him anything, you know, and, and, and he sent me some, you know, uh, videos of him doing the stuff. And he said, this is really helping me, you know? And so, uh, and that was really cool. So the, the idea, I think of like someone like Vince DiMartino and his legacy is that, you know, people came in, in, in contact with him and they, they were inspired and they got better. And, uh, and he was a cool dude to be around, you know, I'd like to, like to be sort of like thought of that way, but you know, if, you know, you won't be thought of much longer after you're gone. So <laughs> I'll have a book at least around it in the rubble of the aftermath. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll make a movie out of it with Denzel Washington. Of course. Right. I mean, people will often mistake us. Yeah. You know? The so, book of Belk. So. Book, yeah, I know, man. No, it's fun. You know, it's, just, it's, it's, you know, writing and, and being creative is, is, it's, you know, you got to stick around and try to get good at it at least good enough that you can appreciate having fun doing it. That's a lot of people who just quit doing things before they ever get good. Augie Haas. You have the ability to go back in time and give yourself your younger self one piece of advice about music. What would it be? Um, start earlier on your own creative endeavors. Yeah. Um, same thing. You're, you're back there in time and you're going to give yourself advice, but this time it's just about life in general. What would it be? Uh, it would, 
be about investing and saving money. How to save better. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, what do you want your legacy to be? A nice person. A good person. Kenny Robinson and Richard Mukamal. Richard, uh, you could go back in time to uh, visit your younger self uh, and give yourself one piece of advice. What would it be? It would be not to take myself so seriously and that it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Kenny, how about you? For me, uh, if I could go back in time, um, I would teach myself the same thing, just not to be, not to be so serious and just, just, just go with it. Just go with, just go with the flow. Everything's okay. going to be okay. I totally agree with that. Okay. Um, and again, this one uh, for both each of you, I ask the same thing. Uh, start with Richard. Richard, um, what do you want your legacy to be? I, I want it to be that I was a person who made the world around me better, that, that my little piece of earth was better for me having been there. Okay. Kenny, how about you? I want to, I want people to remember me after I'm gone as a person that cares about people. and give your younger self one piece of advice about music, what would it be? Remember why you're there. All right, same thing. You're back there talking to your younger self. What advice would you give yourself about life? Ooh, same. Remember why you're there. Remember why you're there. Okay. Um, what do you want your legacy to be? That, you know, if I'm dead and, and they're lying, I want people to feel like, you know, maybe they were better off for annoying me than, than not. I like to feel like I'm better off for annoying people than not knowing them. So maybe that their, their life is maybe a little bit better because they knew me. Vinny Chashelsky. All right. You're, you're going to be able to go back in time and uh, give your younger self one piece of advice about uh, music. What would that advice be? Uh, well, basically it's, it's about music and it's about life. And it's something that I struggle with as a young man and it's a little blue. So you might have to bleep it out. Don't be a dick. That's, that's just, that's it. If I could only say one thing to my 20 year old or 17 year old self, that's what it would be because I struggled with that for, and still do really I fail on a daily basis, but I struggled with that for a good 20 years coming out of high school, just a lack of direction and, and self-worth and, and that whole nine yards. So yeah, don't be a dick. Okay. <laughs> well, this is, uh, this show is uh, not rated, so you can say whatever you want. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, and, and the final question I want to ask you is, um, what do you want your legacy to be? Uh, my, my recordings, my discography. I want my grand, my son and my grandkids and their kids after them to be able to shoot a Google on my name and go over to all music and, and pick out a song and listen to their, listen to their dad or their grandfather or their great grandfather play. Uh, it's always been really important to me. I think every time I go in the studio, I am creating part of my legacy and I'm hoping um, just like I listened to you know all the way through my career trumpet players and bands and horn sections I'm hoping that one day 
somebody can be influenced in a positive way by some of the stuff that we've that we've laid down. Mark Zaus. You have the ability to go back in time and give your younger self one piece of advice about music. What would it be? Keep it fresh. Really, keep it fresh. Okay. Um, and while you're back there, you're going to give yourself one piece of advice about life. Um, go to medical school, I think, would might be the, might be the first one. <laughs> And um, what do you want your legacy to be? Just to be known as a kind person, really. It's not, not, I don't care about the trumpet or anything like that. It's just to be known about the, as a kind person. Somebody was nice to people. Terry Warburton. You can go back in time and give your younger self one piece of advice about music. What would it be? More long tones. Okay. Uh, and while you're back there, you give yourself one piece of advice about life. I don't have to. All right. I've done it exactly the way I wanted to. And the one word that describes it is perseverance. Keep on keeping on. That's All right. right. Um, what do you want your legacy to be? Uh, on a CD. <laughs> oh, a book maybe. A book would be good. A, a book with would be pictures. good. Yeah, with <laughs> pictures. Yeah. And my legacy. I would like. I would like that ninety-nine percent of people that ever met me after I die would say, "You know what? He was a really nice guy." And the other 1%, I'd like to tell them to go screw themselves. <laughs> There's my legacy. All right. Well, I will go Actually, screw no, myself. I'm going to answer that more accurately. I've said it a long time ago. I said it to my dear friend, Philip Biggs, prior to him passing away. I said, Philip, because he asked me, that, what's, like, what's your goal in life? And I said, I want to be remembered in the same sentence as Vincent Bach, Reno Schilke, and Bob Giardinelli. Kenny Rampton, you're given the ability to go back in time to meet your younger self and, and give yourself one piece of advice about music. What would it be? Listen more. Okay. And while you're there, you can give yourself one piece of advice about life in general. Listen more. There you go. <laughs> uh, all right. And the final question, what do you want your legacy to be? Um, making a difference in future generations in a positive way through, uh, through the sound of music and the education of music, both. Jose Sabaha. You're given the ability to go back in time and give your younger self one piece of advice about music. What would it be? Listen. All right. And while you're there, you're going to give yourself one piece of advice about life. Listen. <laughs> Shut up and listen. That's great advice. Um, and here's the last one. What do you want your legacy to be? 
I, I want it to be two things. The number one and foremost, I want people to remember me because of the kind of person I am. And number two, I would hope to influence people that I have come across and I have had interactions with in a positive way as much as I could. Willie Murillo. Right. Uh, you can go back in time to give yourself one piece of advice about music. What would it be? Don't see it as a competitive thing, entity. See it as an individual sport to be discovering the beauty of. Right. What advice would you give yourself about life? <clears throat> Boy, hindsight, right? Ugh. Yeah. I would have to say, um, you know, there's a famous verse in the Bible that basically says, you know, and it's, it's, a, it's a life concept too, that says, be still and know that I am God. And that's a great quote, whether you believe in God or not. <clears throat> that's like, just relax. Everything's going to be okay. We forget that what we do has very little effect on what is. So we spend a lot of time kicking and fighting in life, yeah. and then it kind of still ends up the same way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I hear Be you. Be still that. and trust is yeah. what I would say to my younger self. Mm. Okay. All right. And uh, what do you want your legacy to be? Uh, I want my legacy to be <clears throat> that first and foremost, that I was a man of integrity who loved, genuinely loved people that was a complete gangster badass at music. Walter White. You can go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice about music. What would it be? Um, listen more. Okay. Listen to more, uh, listen to more, listen to more music. All right. So, uh, you're also going to give yourself one piece of advice just about life in general. Um, always try to be the best person that you can be and be kind. Okay. And, you know, as far as the, the question before that was what? Uh, what advice would you give yourself about music? Oh, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. And listen, listen to more music. And, um, and also, I, if I can add an addendum to that, um, something I wish had, people had hip me to is uh, study the business of music. Uh, I'm, I'm grateful that I, I studied the artistic side so much but um, it kind of, you know, left me uh, in the dust when I got into the professional because unlike some, I was never really groomed or trained to be aware of the business side of things and, and, and you know, the money and blah, blah, blah. So I'm, I had a lot of catching up to do. So yeah. anyways, yeah. So yeah. next yeah. fast I, question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's that's cool, man, because uh, actually, uh, you know, I've always said that I think that you know, artists and athletes 
uh, that should be part of their education. You know? yeah. Actually, I think everybody, everybody should be taught how to, how to manage yeah. money and business. You know, we'd be in yeah. a lot better shape. For sure. Right. All right. Here's your final question. What do you want your legacy to be? That I was a, um, a good father and a kind person. Mm. Okay. Well, that, that's a great legacy to have. Gary Grant. All right. You're able to go back in time and give your younger self one piece of advice about music. What would it be? I would think that uh, learn more about melodies. Learn melodies better. Mm -hmm. You know, as uh, growing up, especially as a player, you're you're playing around the melody for the most part. I mean, of course, I did all the learn mainly all the uh, main standards, but um, uh, you know, just from that aspect, it's back in the back row kind of part of the arrangement of stuff and and. Uh, focusing on drums and bass and guitar and pitch and time and feel as opposed to uh, the words and stuff like that. So that's what I mean by that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. What advice would you give your younger self about life? Um, have a lot of laughs. Have a lot of laughs. Man. Yeah. <laughs> and the final question what do you want your legacy to be? Uh, that I was compassionate and uh, I, I cared about my fellow man and fellow humans and, uh, and showed that to the best of my ability. Keith Fiala. You are granted the ability to go back in time and give your younger self one piece of advice about music. What would it be? Um, don't get trapped in the high note game. Okay. And you're given just an extra couple seconds to give yourself advice about life. About life. Um, have more self-confidence, but yet remain humble. Okay. And the final question what do you want your legacy to be? I worked hard. Um, I remained a nice person. Pretty much that. Hmm. Ronald Rom. All right. Um, you can go back in time and give your younger self one piece of advice about music. What would it be? Continue to listen to it even if it doesn't sound like music, continue to listen to it. Mm, okay. And while you're back there, you don't know, want to make too many trips, but while you're back there, you're going to give yourself one piece of advice about life. Don't let fear stop you. Awesome. All right, and we got one last question for you. What do you want your legacy to be? It's already here. I just, just 
maybe if if anything the legacy is, is that we've we've continued to learn to communicate we've been on the planet as a as a species for many thousands of years many thousands of years um the most difficult thing about being on the planet as a species is our ability or inability to communicate. So if I had a legacy to live, to, to give, it's continue to learn to communicate, which is my desire as well. Dan Fernero. Hmm. You're able to go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice about music, what would it be? Play as many varieties as, as you can. Take advantage of all the opportunities you're given, especially while you're young. Okay. And you're going to give yourself one piece of advice about life. Trust and know that all is well, in spite of appearances. That's good advice. What do you want your legacy to be? Uh, he did it in spite of how he felt. <laughs> Seraphine Aguilar. You're able to go back in time and give your younger self one piece of advice about music. What would it be? Don't lose sight of who you are. Okay. And while you're there, you're going to give yourself one piece of advice about life. Don't compromise for anybody. Okay. And finally, what do you want your legacy to be? I want people to know that um, my main purpose in life was to bring joy to others. Um, whether it's through my music or through whatever other thing, you know, through intellectual conversation, through jokes, shenanigans. I, for, for, I, I want people to, to be okay, no matter what. Yeah. And, and I try to do my best to do that for people. So I want people to know that at the end, that's all I ever wanted for, for anybody that came into my life was for them to be a better person for having known me. Aaron Washington. All right. Uh, you are given the ability to go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice about music. What would it be? Oh, about music. I would say don't be afraid to ask for lessons. Okay. All right. And uh, while you're back there, you're going to give yourself one piece of advice about life. What would that be? Something about life. Um, <laughs> uh, you can do it. <laughs> you can do anything. Just like those Adam Sandler movies. That one dude that screams, you can do you it. it. <laughs> right. Just having more belief. Because again, if you, if you have the belief that you can do it, then you can do anything. Lexi Signor. You can go back in time and give your younger self one piece of advice about music. What would it be? You are the music. 
You are the music. Okay. Uh, and you're going to give yourself one piece of advice about life while you're back there. It's going to be okay. Okay. And finally, Lexi, what do you want your legacy to be? Pay it forward always and the world will become a better place. Hey, thank you so much for hanging with us today. This podcast is all about creating connection through our mutual love for the trumpet life. I hope that you learned a few things about today's guest and had some laughs along the way. Don't forget to give us a review. We love those five-star ratings. And please share this podcast with your friends. We want to see our hang grow for show. Have a suggestion for a future topic or a guest? Hit me up at thetrumpetgurus at gmail.com. Our opening theme was written and performed by Lexi Signor, and all other music comes courtesy of The Greatest Funeral Ever. So in the words of W.C. Handy, life is like a trumpet. If you don't put anything into it, you don't get anything out. So go out there and let your trumpet sound, and I'll see you at the next hang.